1: Start to turn penelope's world upside down
0: mm, this is the ultimate good friends to lovers story from those initial butterflies to when both parties realise there might be something more between them watch bridget in season three now playing only on netflix yeah,
2: I got the new
0: December 2015, Justin Bieber was giving off hints that he was back with Selena Gomez, which made things all the more strange when, three weeks later, he uploaded a photo kissing Haley Baldwin. Welcome to Scandal from Shameless Podcast, the stories of the biggest celebrity controversies revisited. Now you know I'm back. All
1: right, part three of Four parts. We're nearly there. We're over halfway through and boy, (laughs) is there so much more to cover. So let's quickly talk about what we've discussed so far, right, Mish? Mm. We have covered the early rise of Justin Bieber and the early years of his career of particular note, of course, was the year of <laughs> Who <can> 2013 <laughs> where he found himself arrested three times, made headlines for peeing in a restaurant mop bucket, he adopted and then abandoned a pet monkey and then he visited the Anne Frank Museum and wrote in the guest book that he hoped she would have been a believer.
0: Out of all the years of all the celebrities we have ever discussed on Shameless or Scandal, I think Justin Bieber's 2013 might take the cake as the most shambolic. (laughs)
1: Absolutely chaotic. And I think when it comes to a relationship between Justin and Selena, they were technically broken up through this period. They were technically broken up around 2013, 2014. But Justin kept confusing people by occasionally uploading photos
0: of them to instagram so people just didn't know what to make of it all yeah i don't even think they knew what to make of it and they were in this like weird dynamic themselves at the end of 2014 justin was hanging out a lot with hayley baldwin and people were really starting to suspect that they might be dating they both came out and denied that they were romantically involved they insisted they were just friends a month after those rumors started floating around, Selena was linked to Zed for the first time. We have a theory that was potentially a PR relationship, Zara. <laughs> Perhaps as well a response
1: to the rumors about Haley and Justin yeah. initially surfacing. And then after that relationship was over, so after Selena and Zed had ended things and after she told the media she had a thing with him. She definitely, definitely, guys, definitely had a thing with him. (laughs) Yeah, Justin and Selena were spotted together again, this time at the Montage Beverly Hills Hotel, where he reportedly took the piano and mic and serenaded her in front of people in the bar. Don't forget as well do not forget that weeks after that <laughs> happened, he uploaded old throwback
0: photos of them on Instagram holding hands mm. with the caption like crazy throwback. Yeah. And then to make everything even weirder at the end of 2015. So just weeks after those throwback photos were posted on Instagram, Justin took a holiday with his family and invited Haley Baldwin along. Zara, we are rewinding to that time. It is the new year period between 2015 and 2016. We're heading, apparently, to Anguilla in St. Bart's. Let's do it.
1: All righty, Mish. So over the new year period of 2015-2016, Justin Bieber went to Anguilla and St. Bart's with his family alongside one very high-profile guest <laughs> that you mentioned before, his good friend and long-time rumoured girlfriend, Hayley Baldwin. Now... Most outlets claimed when they saw them on holiday together that that seemed pretty standard because from what they could tell at this point, the two had been friends for years and it was just platonic.
0: Yeah. However, everything seemed to change on New Year's Eve when then 21-year-old Justin Bieber uploaded a blurry photo of himself with then 19-year-old Haley. Kissing, there was no caption and no context. Now, keep in mind too, this is the same Instagram account where he had just posted photos of Selena Gomez three weeks earlier. So people were beyond confused.
1: Yeah, and we weren't being punked. Like people also were wondering if he was punking us with the Selena photos and then punking us with this. But no, it was legit. The two were dating. At this point in time as well, we should note. It also really felt like Justin Bieber had actually made some inroads when it came to repairing his public image. I mean, I'm sure some really great music helped. Mm. Justin's collab with Skrillex and Diplo called Where Are You Now became one of the biggest pop songs
0: in the years preceding it, I think it might be one of his strongest songs ever. I, I can love hear that song. It. Like as soon as you say, "Where are you now?" I am so sure. So many of our listeners are hearing the song play in their head. Well, he also released that year. What do you mean, sorry? And love yourself.
1: Big year. Like- <laughs> Like absolutely some of his best songs. And I think for that reason,
0: he was finally making headlines for music rather than controversy. So had gone away to repairing his public image. Yeah, this passage in Nylon Magazine really illustrates how public mood was slowly shifting when it came to Justin Bieber. It read, among many, many other things, 2015 will go down as the year that the once lovable, then awful Justin Bieber wormed his way back into the pop culture collective's heart through a handful of great songs and some actually charming behavior. That's not to say 2015 didn't have its bad Justin moments. It just seems that we're getting more of good Justin than we have had in forever. I mean about as measured as it can be. Yeah, It's like look <laughs> he's not he's, a saint. He's not a saint but he certainly isn't sinning quite as much as he was. That's exactly right. <laughs> now in February GQ
1: published a profile with Justin Bieber that is perhaps one of our favorite celebrity profiles oh. of all time. Listeners, longtime listeners of the show will know we have spoken about this quite a few times over the years. It was tied Justin Bieber would like to reintroduce himself and
0: it was written by Katie Weaver and it was truly something to behold yeah it turns out at this stage of his life when Katie Weaver interviewed Justin Bieber for GQ he was living in a hotel in Beverly Hills which always strikes me as something of like a sad detail about some celebrities it's really weird you know that Lindsay Lohan for a time was living in a
1: hotel and then when you hear celebrities talk about this point in their life you often hear them talking about it
0: as the most problematic part of their life like yeah. they seem to go in tandem with each other like how lost they were yeah like a kid in a castle who's actually just incredibly lonely here's the opening line of katie weaver's profile the chicken finger platter that has just been placed before justin bieber is like something out of a children's book an illustration from a story about a boy who becomes king whose first and last royal decree is that it's chicken finger time i quite like that line <laughs> we're gonna read you a lot from this story by the way we'll also put a link in our
1: show notes to read katie's story as well because it's also worth a read after Mm. this here's how justin is described in the story His hair, cropped close on the sides but long enough on his top to be tied in a short bleached ponytail, is tucked under a grey Supreme beanie. His feet are snuggled into a pair of Yeezy boosts. He is wearing what could be anywhere from 2 to 41 black sweatshirts of various lengths, layered in distressed leather pants at retail for $2,590. Everyone else by the pool is wearing
0: clothes. He is wearing fashion. Mm, This piece in many ways was Justin's ultimate mea culpa. Katie Weaver describes Justin's knowledge of his past mistakes and scandals as, and I quote, encyclopedic. It also mentions his year-long, and I quote again, public apology tour, which included grovelling magazine covers, television interviews, and random acts <laughs> of kindness for strangers. Now, it really does seem like Justin knew he had to take himself on this public apology tour to repent for his sins of 2013 and 2014. I mean, he knew or his manager his was publicity, him yeah. to do it. <laughs> yeah.
1: On trying to rescue his reputation from the nightmares of 2013 and 2014, Justin told Katie Weaver, everyone when they start growing up realizes, man, I did some dumb shit when I was younger. It's not just me. If I could go back, I wouldn't really change much. I think it's all my journey. That stuff made me who I am.
0: Yeah, conversation at one point also turned to O.J. Morley, his monkey that Justin abandoned in Germany. Justin told Katie Weaver that the story got twisted at the time and said, it wasn't like I went looking for a monkey or anything. It kind of just fell into my lap. He also told her he did have the correct paperwork, but a technicality with German wildlife transport policy got in the way. Here's that quote in the piece. Honestly, everyone told me not to bring the monkey. Everybody. Justin says this with such gravity that I burst out laughing. Bieber does not. Everyone told me not to bring the monkey. I was like, it's going to be fine, guys. It was, he shuts his eyes, the farthest thing from fine. I mean, he wasn't wrong about that. Above all, the piece gave insight into
1: parts of Justin that I think the public definitely hadn't read before. What's apparent in this piece is that he has quite a unique and also very intense energy to him. Like, how's this passage, for instance? It's unsettling to share a personal story or ask a long-winded question and be met with Justin Bieber's silent, cool-eyed stare the entire time you're talking. Justin Bieber makes eye contact like a person who's been told that eye contact is very, very important.
0: That is so interesting to me, because that last sentence definitely infers that Justin Bieber might not be the most socially skilled person in the world. Like he makes eye contact like a person who has been told that eye contact is very, very important, almost acting like, what, he's a puppet and he needs to be instructed to do certain things by his his management or something? I read it more as like a real immaturity that we're all told that certain manners are very
1: important Mm. when we're younger and they don't come across as particularly natural when they're drilled into you. There was also this part as well that we found very interesting. His responses to most questions are short, often monosyllabic, until you hit upon a topic he's comfortable discussing, such as his fans who delight him, or God's opinion of man, in which case he will talk without seizing for
0: nearly 1,000 words. The piece also revealed some really interesting things we didn't know about Justin beforehand, like the fact that he was taking Adderall, the common medication for ADHD, and that he lives up to a reputation of being, and I quote, notoriously Antsy, Katie comments that Justin struggled to stay on a single train of thought throughout the interview, would get restless to the point of needing to walk around or change location as well. It was also revealed that Justin was on slightly rocky terms with his mum, who he apparently fell out with during his turbulent 2014, and who he, and I quote, "doesn't see as much as I'd like to." He told Katie Weaver for the story, "I'm a lot closer to my dad than I am to my mum." I think from a personal standpoint, The
1: part of the profile that has stuck in my mind the most is the part when Hayley Baldwin is introduced to the fold. This was like a twist in the story. It was really strange. Now, we're going to kind of read to you the passage of how this unfurls in the story because the tone is everything. Oh, it's amazing. Now, it goes like this. Is Hayley in my room? Bieber asks his bodyguard back in the elevator. Haley is Haley Baldwin, daughter of Stephen, niece of Alec. She was with Bieber over New Year's and is rumoured to be his girlfriend. Most 21-year-olds might ask Haley where she is directly over text. Bieber doesn't text. The piece goes on. Haley's in his room. She is the only one in his room except for Esther the dog who smells incredible. <laughs> when we enter... Hayley's wearing a black crop top and tight black pants, sitting on a pristinely made bed. She is doing nothing. No TV, no book, no phone, no computer, no music, no oil paints, nothing. She is pretty and polite at 19 and asks me, What's up? I'm impressed she does not hide in the bathroom with the shower running, which is what I would do if my super famous rumored boyfriend showed up unannounced with a journalist in the middle of my day. I feel guilty for keeping Justin from her.
0: Yeah, but then there's this weird thing. In the piece, Justin, and I quote, shakes his head emphatically when Katie Weaver asks him if Haley Baldwin is his girlfriend. Here's what Katie writes next. I ask if she is just a friend he kisses. Uh-huh. He says... I guess so. He later amends his description of Baldwin to, and I quote, someone I really love. We spend a lot of time together.
1: He elaborated on that with a pretty infamous quote now. I don't wanna put anyone in a position where they feel like I'm only theirs, only to be hurt in the end. Right now in my life, I don't wanna be held down by anything. I already have a lot I have to commit to, a lot of responsibilities. I don't wanna feel like the girl I love is an added responsibility. I know that in the past I've hurt people and said things that I didn't mean to make them happy in the moment. So now I'm just more so looking at the future, making sure I'm not damaging them. What if Haley ends up being the girl I'm gonna marry, right? If I rush into anything, if I damage her, then it's always going to be damaged. It's really hard to fix wounds like that. It's so hard, I just don't want to hurt her. (laughs) it's so fascinating to me this whole thing and I don't even know where I want to start with this yeah firstly for Justin and Hayley to be having one of those relationships that a lot of people have in their 20s which Mm. is let's not put a label on it but deciding to make that public regardless which is going to naturally confuse people secondly him saying the very things that spoiler alert ended up happening which is what if I marry her well what if I damage her yeah but also marry her and those wounds take a long time to fix it's
0: like you did all of that I agree I think it is a fascinating thing to read back on with what six years of hindsight i do think there is a sign of maturity certainly with what justin was hoping to set up with Haley. i I think i think it is admirable for anyone to be really transparent and honest with their partner to say hey i can't promise you commitment because i'm going to promise you something i can't actually give right now i think that's really mature i think perhaps what ends up happening not to spoiler alert Maybe he was trying to make all these promises, trying not to hurt someone but ended up doing it anyway.
1: Well, it's one thing to say I can't commit to you because I don't want to hurt you and saying that but actually your actions are committing to them. Like you're saying I don't want a relationship, I don't want a relationship but everything
0: you're doing is actually being in a relationship. Like you can't just say you're not doing something. like she's someone I really love we spend a lot of time together she's a it's girlfriend like actions speak louder than words even if you say to someone I can't commit if you're, you're spending committing. all your time with them that is commitment and then you still develop that same bond those same emotions are still there also we're not rational beings no you can have a conversation so many times to say we're not boyfriend girlfriend my head, if I was in this situation, would still walk away and still feel that same attachment. Yeah, as you should, for sure. Now, immediately after that, conversation actually turned in this piece to Selena
1: Gomez a relationship breakup that Justin described in this story as bad of Selena he said we don't talk often but we're cordial she needs something I'm there for her if I need something she's there for me
0: mm, guys after the break we are going to hear about the response to that GQ profile and what Justin did next but first a word from today's sponsor
1: All righty, Mish. So, in the days after that now infamous GQ profile came out, Hayley was asked about what she thought about it, and in particular, his comments about her. She was being interviewed at a gala in New York by E News, and she said, I think it's awesome. It wasn't a surprise to me. I knew it was coming out. Mm. She also went on to say, and sort of reiterate that sense, I think that everybody was guessing is that they weren't exclusive. She said, we are not an exclusive couple. He is about to go on tour. Relationships at this age are already complicated, but I don't really like to
0: talk about it because it's between me and him. Yeah, she went on and said, I like to think my relationships are not between the person and the whole entire world. It's hard. I don't think people are really able to understand if they're not in that position. Now, What's kind of strange about this timeline is that in March 2016, so a month after Justin Bieber and Haley were saying, we are in love, we're not exclusive, Justin uploaded another throwback photo on Instagram where he was kissing Selena. So one month after those quotes from Haley, he's uploading kissing photos with Selena on Instagram. This one was with the caption, feels now not only did that photo become the most liked photo on instagram ever at the time selena gomez even liked it days later selena and justin were papped together at his la concert it's
1: so confusing i had to go through this so many times to make sure these facts were straight because I was like, there's no way this is as messy as it sounds, but it absolutely is. Now, while all this was happening, a W Magazine profile of Selena dropped where she was actually quoted as saying about that relationship with Justin. I am so exhausted. I am honestly so done. I care about his health and well-being, but I can't do it anymore. <sighs> it gets even weirder and more confusing, right? When the next month in April 2016, Hayley Baldwin actually appeared on one of Marie Claire's five fresh Faces covers and spoke about her relationship with Justin. Now, in that interview, Haley spoke once again about her relationship with him. She said, I don't want attention out of dating somebody. Text started coming through, crazy phone calls. It is hard to date someone in this industry. You have to have a really thick skin and be very strong. You have to focus on the person and nothing else. Oh. I wonder if these quotes were given a few weeks in advance. They actually broke up by the time he'd uploaded the picture of Selena Mm. and then the Marie Claire story had also already gone to print. Like I think what's most interesting about this story, or not most interesting, truthfully, there are so (laughs) many interesting things, is all these people are giving interviews, but there is, especially in print, a real gap between when you're giving quotes and when the interview drops. Yeah, like an 8 to 12-week delay probably. So you've got Selena Gomez's quotes to W Magazine, you've got Hayley Baldwin's quotes to... Marie Claire, but then you also have the real time stuff of Justin uploading photos of Selena, Justin and Selena being papped. It's a bit of a mind fuck as someone sitting on the outside of it. Hmm. So I can't imagine
0: what it was like on the inside of it. Yeah, we don't know exactly when Haley and Justin broke up, but what we do know with hindsight, thanks to some quotes from them years later, is that it was an explosive ending to that romantic relationship. Haley has said herself that they did not end on good terms, while Justin has admitted that he caused, and I quote, so much hurt and so much pain. Hayley is pretty candid these days about how sad and broken she was around this time. One quote reads, "I really let myself feel the emotions I was feeling. It feels like grieving. It is grieving, actually. You feel like you lose someone you really, really love and care about."
1: Yeah. Now it poses the question: Did he break up with Hayley for Selena?
0: Has to. But has to have that
1: Selena fling in twenty sixteen must have only lasted a matter of weeks because we know for sure by August, Justin was unfollowing Selena on
0: Instagram Mm. and that same month was papped arm in arm with Sophia Ritchie. Yeah, welcome to Sophia Ritchie. We didn't see you like popping your head up at this point in the story. Well, we did. If (laughs) you followed it pretty closely, you would
1: have known it's not a fake story. No, but it sounds to me, if I'm to be quite logical about this, Mm -hmm. and I know I'm I'm honestly overanalyzing the relationships of twenty-one-year-olds, but it sounded like maybe about March, Justin perhaps leaves Haley for Selena. Is with Selena for a month or two. That's pretty explosive. He unfollows Selena, and then like a weeks after that, he's with Sophia.
0: Yeah, well, he's on tour, right? So what I. <sighs> It's so tricky. I think I agree with you. I reckon the arrangement between Haley and Justin was, we are not sexually exclusive to each other. You're allowed to go on tour and sleep with other people. Just Truthfully, not your ex. Not yet. I think that's where the explosiveness of this yes. comes from. I think they would have had an arrangement of, when you're not tied to me, go have fun with other people, but it can't be an emotional connection. It wouldn't surprise me if it was that kind of arrangement. For him to then be spotted with Selena, posting like throwback photos of them, going to his concert together that's where the kind of infidelity, alleged infidelity for me comes into it. Absolutely. But let's actually talk about
1: Sophia Ritchie here for a second, right? Because in August, Justin started sharing photos of his new relationship with Sophia Ritchie on Instagram. Now, the problem for Justin was in posting photos with Sophia. He was copping quite a bit of backlash. Bieber fans weren't a fan of her. They most definitely preferred Selena and they definitely let him know about it. I mean, Bieber fans were probably just confused as well. Yeah. they have been following what we've been trying to follow. <laughs> in response to all the hate, and this is where the story gets a bit wild. Justin told his followers that if the hate didn't
0: stop, he'd make his Instagram account private, Mm. which sounds kind of reasonable, I guess. I think it, it sounds reasonable. It sounds like a protective boyfriend who's trying to shield his girlfriend from unnecessary trolling, right? Alas, Selena Gomez decided to enter the chat. People reported at the time that Selena commented on Justin's Instagram post where he lamented the trolling and the hate. And she wrote this. If you can't handle the hate, then stop posting pictures of your girlfriend lol. It should be special between you two only. Don't be mad at your fans. They love you and supported you before anyone ever did.
1: Yeah, now to that, Justin reportedly replied, It is funny to see people that used me for attention and still try to point the finger this way. Sad. All love. I mean, I think you could say with all of this in mind that all was not well. And the media naturally had a field day. I mean, I am kind of surprised looking back on this that this was something that played out so publicly that their teams weren't sort of more involved. But I guess when you're you know a young person with your phone, sometimes you don't need everybody's tick of approval to post the things you want to post. I think the other context that's really important for us to note here is that two weeks after that exchange on Instagram, Selena actually did cancel her revival tour halfway through its run, citing panic attacks and depression.
0: Yeah, she told People Magazine at the time, I want to be proactive and focus on maintaining my health and happiness and have decided that the best way forward is to take some time off. Thank you to all my fans for your support. You know how special you are to me, but I need to face this head on to ensure I am doing everything possible to be my best. I know I'm not alone by sharing this. I hope others will be encouraged to address their own issues.
1: I think this does and should reveal quite a lot about that Instagram back and forth that it probably does seem uncharacteristic of Selena to write a comment like that because she has admitted now with hindsight she wasn't in the best mental state around this time. Likely Justin wasn't either. I think the other thing that's important to be transparent about is the Mind and Me documentary doesn't really specify when Selena struggled with psychosis. In that documentary, they kind of conflated the events of 2016 and 2018 together. So we aren't entirely sure whether this was the instance that Selena spoke of where she was, you know, hearing voices Mm. or experiencing psychosis or whether that came slightly
0: later. I think what is fair to say though is that she
1: was struggling during this
0: time yeah and maybe she was acting out online in ways that she wouldn't if she was doing really well we know for a fact that she wasn't doing very well which maybe explains or gives some very important context as to what we just told you all about before back to justin and sophia ritchie though zara this relationship was not long for this world they only lasted a month together before breaking up reportedly because justin was looking for something a little bit more casual in august selena Gomez announced that she was taking time off work to deal with depression and anxiety that was tied to her lupus diagnosis. Now we're going to get a little bit more into depth about lupus in a moment. Speaking to People magazine, the then 24 year old Selena said, as many of you know, around a year ago, I revealed that I have lupus, an illness that can affect people in different ways. I've discovered that anxiety, panic attacks and depression can be side effects of lupus, which can present their own challenges. I want to be proactive and focus on maintaining my health and happiness and have decided that the best way forward is to take some time off.
1: Yeah, that November, she actually won the 2016 American Music Award for Best Female Pop Rock Artist, where she gave a pretty emotional speech where she didn't really hold back. Here's a snippet of that speech.
2: I think it's safe to say that most of you know a lot of my life, whether I liked it or not. And I had to stop because I had everything. And I was absolutely broken inside. And I kept it all together enough to where I would never let you down, but I kept it too much together to where I let myself down. I don't want to see your bodies on Instagram. I want to see what's in here. I'm not trying to get validation, nor do I need it anymore.
1: I mean, she didn't say much else, Miss. She didn't talk about her treatment or how her time off was going. But Mm. I think regardless, that kind of candor really took some people by surprise. And of course, they loved
0: it. Yeah, I think it taps into one of the key reasons people adore Selena Gomez for sure. Fast forward a little bit and on January 11, 2017, People magazine got the scoop that Selena Gomez was dating musician of the moment The Weeknd. They published photos of the two embracing on a dinner date and quoted unnamed sources who told them this. "'It's new and nothing serious. It was a romantic dinner date in the rain. They acted like a couple. They ordered pasta and shared the food. She seemed very into him. She was smiling a lot. They left holding hands.'" Now, it turns out these two had
1: met when they actually were still connected to their very famous exes. They both performed at the 2015 Victoria's Secret fashion show when Selena was in contact with or perhaps dating or who who bloody knows, (laughs) Justin, and The weekend was with supermodel Bella Hadid. Now this news reportedly didn't go over well with Bella who promptly unfollowed Selena on social media.
0: Yeah, Selena and The Weeknd were seen on another date in late Jan before they set off for Italy together. They were photographed holding hands, strolling around a museum in Florence and it was during that trip that they confirmed that they were together publicly. They were an official item. Selena even joined The Weeknd at several of his shows on his European tour. This was a very quick rise, a very public rise, like essentially, it seems like within a few weeks of starting to date they were officially boyfriend and girlfriend
1: yeah absolutely now the pair repeatedly posted about each other on socials and they didn't shy away from making some elements of their life to get the public I mean they kissed for the wall of photographers at the Met Gala in May which is about as public as it mm. gets so if you are trying to keep a lid on the relationship or not let the public in you're not doing stuff like that no Clearly, as well, their families endorsed the relationship too. Under a photo of the pair on The weekend's Instagram account, Selena's mum wrote this. Glowing, smiling, looking healthy and equal love. Mama is happy. Now, I mean, how to unpack that comment? Looking healthy? Yeah. Mama is happy? Looking healthy. Is clearly a dig at the fact that in past relationships you haven't been healthy
0: yeah in past relationships have really taken a toll on your well-being right like yeah. and mama is happy Mama was not happy. Yes. With your passport. Feels very, very pointed.
1: Yeah. Now, meanwhile, around this time in 2017, Justin Bieber wasn't doing so well. In July, the 14 remaining concerts of his Purpose World Tour were cancelled due to what his team called unforeseen circumstances. Yeah,
0: his tour publicist said in a statement, Justin loves his fans and hates to disappoint them. However, after careful consideration, he has decided he will not be performing any further dates. Now, At this point, I think it's always really helpful to kind of Look back. Justin had performed 150 concerts at over 40 countries. His tour had made approximately $250 million at the point when he kind of called it off. It had been going for more than a year prior. He had been on the road touring since March 2016. Curiously, as well, some reviews of the tour, even quite early on, remarked on Justin Bieber's clear exhaustion. Take this from the New York Times' John Karamanica, who attended his show in Brooklyn. He wrote, as his faithful, the believers cheered him on, Justin told them how much he missed the comfort of his bed and they screamed even louder. Maybe they didn't hear him. Maybe no one really hears him.
1: Yeah, it's pretty sad. The piece went on. Mr. Bieber gave the impression of a boy king who inherited subjects he didn't ask for and responsibilities he's not interested in shouldering. There's... Quite a few sort of comparisons or metaphors here throughout journalists' writing of Mm. Justin Bieber about him being this boy king, Mm. like this very immature guy with lots of disciples that he doesn't quite know what to do with and certainly power that he doesn't know what to do with and arguably can't handle. Interestingly, while the media gave Justin a bit of a hard time for cancelling the tour without much explanation, John Mayer tweeted this. When someone pulls remaining dates of a tour, it means they would have done real damage to themselves if they kept going. We've lost so many great artists lately. I give Justin a thumbs up for realising
0: it was time to call it You Should Too. I agree with that. I completely agree. I think when you realise 150 concerts over the space of a a year and a bit, I cannot fathom that workload. No, not at all. It's insane that one person... Is doing that just kind of like props to any celebrity or musician who does that and goes on those kind of tours of course they're paid bucket loads of money Hugely. to do it but the exhaustion would be extreme and the loneliness you're away from like your entire network yeah it would be so taxing
1: i think about how we feel after getting off doing a live show for One an hour live show
0: in like melbourne <laughs> yeah
1: how much that takes out of you to do that on and on and on and be flying between cities is pretty insane. Mm. In August, Justin spoke about why he cancelled the rest of his tour for the first time. He wrote on Instagram, I've learned the more you appreciate your calling, the more you want to protect your calling. Me taking this time right now is me saying I want to be sustainable so that I can be the man I want to be, the husband I eventually want to be and the father I want to be. He went on and said learning and growing hasn't always been easy but knowing I'm not alone has kept me going. I've let my insecurities get the best of me at times. I let my broken relationships dictate the way I acted toward people and the way I treated them. I let bitterness, jealousy and fear run my life. What I'm not going to do is be ashamed of my mistakes. I want to be a man that learns from them and grows from them. I think there's something here to say, given what we know of what Justin has said recently Mm -hmm. of his
0: issues around substance abuse. Mm That that's what he's trying to hint towards here. Yeah, I think this is a really pivotal time in Justin's life where he's actually trying to make change, maybe for the first time, like seriously. I think maybe in twenty fifteen or early twenty sixteen he was talking the talk. I think this is him for the first time being ready to walk the walk.
1: Yeah, or to me, if I'm honest, it actually reads like there was some kind of wake-up call. Yes. And that people in his team are like, we need to get you better truthfully
0: but even within to him, be, his mental state of i actually want to grow now i seems know. like a marked difference for sure to be talking about
1: being a husband and a father and we don't even know who you're dating like yeah. is really interesting now this actually brings us to selena again and to a really important part of her story that we kind of touched on before her lupus which had so significantly impacted her ability to live a normal life that on september 14 of that year she announced that she'd actually undergone a kidney transplant Now, obviously, we are not a medical podcast, but... We will give you some top line information on what lupus is for context, Mm. but we are not
0: doctors. Yeah, it's quite rare. It's an inflammatory disease where the immune system attacks its own tissues. Your body essentially turns on itself. Lupus can affect the joints, skin, kidneys, blood cells, brain, heart and lungs. The cause of it's unknown, but we do know that some people are born with like a tendency to develop lupus and that tendency can be triggered by infections, certain drugs, even sunlight. Typical symptoms of lupus include fatigue, fever, swelling, and joint pain, and a butterfly-shaped rash that spreads across the face and sometimes the body. Selena's revelation that she'd undergone such a huge surgery like a kidney transplant actually came via Instagram, where she shared a carousel of photos. The first photo was of her in a hospital bed alongside her longtime friend Francia Reza. The two women were looking at each other with what I think we can only describe as like adoration. Like these two friends clearly love each other so much to go through something like this together. Another photo showed a massive scar stretching across Selena's stomach.
1: Yeah, in her caption, she wrote, I am very aware some of my fans had noticed I was laying low for part of summer and questioning why I wasn't promoting my new music, which I was extremely proud of. So I found out I needed to get a kidney transplant due to my lupus and have been recovering. It was what I needed to do for my overall health. She went on and said, There aren't words to describe how I can possibly thank my beautiful friend, Francia Reza. She gave me the ultimate gift and sacrifice by donating her kidney to me. I am incredibly blessed. I love you so much, sis.
0: Yeah, in September, People magazine reported that The Weeknd actually planned his tour dates around Selena's kidney transplant surgery so that he could actually be there to help her to recover not long after the kidney transplant news though They broke up. This really took people by surprise. Multiple sources confirmed to People magazine that Selena and The Weeknd were over. One insider told the magazine on October 30, she and The Weeknd have been going back and forth for a few months about their relationship. It's been hard with him being on tour and her shooting in New York. That wasn't easy on them. It's been hard for them to come to the realization that this is the direction things were heading, but it's been hard for months. What's strangest
1: about this report, though, is that it also mentions that Selena had just been spotted with Justin Bieber. Here's how it was worded in this story. Gomez was spotted spending time with Bieber, who she dated on and off from 2011 to 2015 over the weekend. The duo attended church together and were photographed by TMZ grabbing breakfast at a
0: cafe in California in late October. That same day, October 30, TMZ published an interview with an unnamed member of Selena Gomez's family. Now, this family member apparently told them, Justin is a vile human and will never be accepted by us. As long as Selena is even Speaking to him in any way, it is not only disrespectful to everyone around her, it is disrespectful to herself. Yeah, really, really
1: scathing, scathing words. The next day on October 31, People magazine quoted a source close to Justin that said, Justin is happy that Selena is single. He hopes to regain her trust so they can get back together. They have so much to catch up on. They dealt with things separately this year that made them different people. It wouldn't be surprising if they got back together. It seems their relationship now is very different. Justin is certainly a much better person. He would be a better boyfriend too. (sighs) According to that source, the pair reconnected when Justin learned of Selena's kidney transplant.
0: I mean, you can imagine exactly how this has happened. Yeah. The very next day, November 1. So just to give a quick refresher, it was only two days before that we had learnt Selena and the weekend were over. Two days after learning that information, Selena and Justin were photographed on a bike riding date. You probably remember these images. They were quite iconic at the time. Selena's in an all-gray outfit. She has this wide open mouth smile stretching across her face. Justin is in a red hoodie and he kind of has his arm outstretched, kind of, again, looking like a boy king on a bike. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, they were just so famous and such iconic shots. On November 17, the Daily Mail essentially got the confirmation everyone was after. Grainy pap shots of them kissing at an ice hockey match in LA. Regardless of the quick timeline though, Selena and The Weeknd seemed to be on pretty good terms. The following month, in a profile piece about her being announced as Billboard's Woman of the Year, Selena said, Something that I'm really proud of is that there's such a true friendship between us. I truly have never experienced anything like that in my life. We ended it as best friends and it was genuinely about encouraging and caring for each other and that was pretty remarkable to me. One thing I will say as an
0: asterisk (laughs) is if she's the one that's moved on in a matter of days, I'd be more interested to hear his quote rather than hers. Yeah, that's so, so fair. What was interesting is she was more than happy to talk about her former relationship with The Weeknd. She was not anywhere near as keen on weighing in on her current, perhaps, relationship with Justin Bieber. When she attended Billboard's Women in Music Awards night, she was asked what the hell was going on, and her response was rather cagey. Here's that snippet. You opened up and talked about how Justin
1: Bieber has had a big impact in your life, and I want to know, how would you say he's most influenced, the person that you are today?
2: I mean, I don't think anybody truly actually cares. I think for me, what's been great is that I've been able to live the life that I've I've wanted for myself, and that doesn't always look the way maybe people think it should look. But it's not really my concern anymore. Um, (laughs) I think that's a good place to be, right? Yes, of course. Look, my family is great. My my health is great, and I I love deeply, and I think that's just who I am. I love that about you. Not really ashamed.
0: All right,
1: so that's kind of all we had. And while we know that they were dating again in late 2017 and we have many sightings and pap photos to prove it, we never got an official confirmation. The media was essentially left to fill in the blanks. And the reports from that time, which is what people refer to as Julina 3.0. 3.0. So I'm kind of like, when specifically was 2.0? Yeah. Because even I'm confused. <laughs> on December 19, E! News reported that Selena had stormed out of a date night with Justin because he was behaving obnoxiously and drawing too much attention to himself. And that same day on December 19, TMZ reported that Selena's mom Mandy Teefy, became so distressed upon learning that her daughter was serious about rekindling with Justin she was admitted to hospital to deal with the news. Now, we should say quickly, both of these were sort of reports, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot going on regardless. Yeah,
0: Yeah, like on one hand it is TMZ and we need to acknowledge that TMZ isn't always the most factually robust publication, but this report wasn't really disputed. There wasn't anyone coming out saying the TMZ report is bullshit. In fact, quite the opposite. The likes of quite reputable publications in W Magazine and People Magazine actually ran the story and confirmed that Mandy TV had in fact been hospitalised that day. Some sources did say there was more to the story though. Whoever spoke to People Magazine clarified it's been a stressful time for Mandy and she made the decision herself to go to the hospital and make sure everything was okay. This wasn't just about Justin. It's true the family doesn't approve of Justin but this wasn't just over a fight about him. That same day Cosmopolitan magazine ran a story about how Selena Gomez and her mother Mandy had unfollowed each other on social media. Yeah so it's definitely something worth unpacking and certainly something we thought worth including
1: because if there's nothing to say here why are you unfollowing each other on Instagram
0: you know? Yeah why well, it, Full stop even if there is something going on here. Why is a mum on following her daughter? Like, well, I think it's the kind of action that is destined to be made public.
1: Like, you're trying to tell the world something. Yeah, for sure. Now, on December 21, we got this report from TMZ. Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez are working things out in couples therapy because of a fight over Haley Baldwin. TMZ has learned. Mm. The piece went on and said sources connected to Hillsong tell us that Justin has been trying to make amends lately as part of his renewed faith and decided to do that with Haley. We're told he reached out to clear the air over their brief relationship and sour breakup. Next, as part of his new open and honest approach to life, Justin told Selena about his convo with Haley. We're told she wasn't thrilled about him being in contact with an ex and that's when they decided to give Christian couples therapy a try. <sighs> it's a lot. Again, a report, but one, when you know what happened next. It feels true. It, it kind of adds up. And I think that's the thing, right? Maybe some of the minute facts Mm -hmm. might be slightly blurry here Mm -hmm. but the broad story that was told through the press at this time kind of does add up when we know where all these relationships ended up
0: it just checks out like when we found this article this weird article about them going to christian couples counseling over Haley baldwin it just slotted into the narrative that we can now kind of see like it makes a lot of sense regardless whatever you think of that Come January 2018, things got spectacularly weird because that month, Mandy, Selena's mum, was talking to the tabloids about Selena and Justin. As reported by W Magazine, Mandy apparently did an interview with a blog called Gossip Cop and said, and I quote, she was not happy about Selena and Justin rekindling their relationship. The quote went on, Selena can live her life however she wants as long as she is happy, safe and healthy. She is 25 years old and she knows what is at stake with her health. I do not control her the way it has been portrayed. Selena is an adult and she can make her own choices." What a fascinating quote.
1: And on March 1, we finally heard from the couple about the status of their relationship, sort of. Selena posted a photo of herself laying back, grinning, and holding up a Polaroid photo on her face. The person in the Polaroid is Justin Bieber. The caption read, March 1, 1994, someone I know that happens to be super cool was
0: born. Boom. Boom. So clearly back on, I mean, if you're posting a photo to mark Justin Bieber's birthday, and you have this polaroid photo of him you are quite clearly together so the world figured they're on again and they're on again in quite a serious way maybe this marked the moment where selena and justin were finally going to properly commit and properly make it work
1: yeah you would think but then maybe not because a week after selena posted that photo of justin for his birthday news broke they were done and within three months justin bieber wasn't just dating Haley baldwin again He had, in fact, proposed to her. Certainly messier than I ever remember. That is for sure. We still have one episode to go, guys, on this scandal series.
0: And you know how much is still to cover. You know know. how much. We have a wedding to cover. We have so much to get through. Guys, we will see you right here, wherever you're listening, for episode four of four for our Justin, Selena and Haley Scandal series.
1: Yeah, that will be next Monday. This series has been researched by you and I, Michelle. And as always, of course, we will be back in your ears on Thursday for another wrap in the week that was in pop culture. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.